Well, welcome to Beyond Four Walls podcast. My name is Abel. As usual, I'm um, with uh, Anthony, and today we have a very special guest, Carla. Oh, okay, we have a very special guest, Carla, from Seized by Faith Market. Um, I'll let her explain a little bit better. I think uh, she probably is better explaining what she does than I am. So, if you just want to jump into it, kind of your story and how did it get you from point A to point B to where you are today? I'm excited to be here. So, thank you for having me. No, thanks for saying yes. <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah. Of course. Um, well, Seeds by Faith Market. It's it's a holistic approach to health, and we serve with immune boosting products. So, my story and how I got into that world, right? <laughs> was when I was 21, I was very unhealthy. I just got out of the army with a medical discharge and I wasn't very happy about it. Um, my plan was to do the 20 years and just do, you know, And how, how long from when you start, when you got into where you were discharged? A couple years. Okay, okay. And then when I came back, um, I, I was just heartbroken because when you have a plan, but really God has other plans for you. Yeah. Um, really, I, I, it took a toll on my body, my mm -hmm. mental health. Yeah. Um, and of course, I was having other issues at that time, too. I was only, I think I was 20, 21 years old. Yeah, so you're still young, yeah. And I, you know, I went to nursing school and things like that. I didn't finish because I went to the army. Mm -hmm. So when I came back, I had no plan B, and I just fell into this deep hole of depression and anxiety mm -hmm. it was chronic mm -hmm. and then of course ptsd from an accident that i had when i was a child that wow. i saw my grandmother die on top of me oh wow when i was five so all those things kind of resurfaced yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. resurfaced i was just getting out of a relationship where i walked away mm -hmm. um but i didn't want to walk away so it was just everything at needless once. to say a lot of things at once <laughs> i mean yes. it, i mean i my body blew up yeah, yeah yeah you know mentally physically everything so i went to a mental hospital to get help um of course i wanted to get you know i wanted to get a room and stay there for like a week and my life together doesn't work that way mm -hmm. uh they prescribed lots of pills um and of course that didn't help because were you, was it just pills or were they doing like some counseling psychology no okay, okay. i went in there well if sorry why did you even go there like was that like something like so family told good you to question go? good question i was trying to get out of a life of alcohol and just depression anxiety psychosis you know i was seeing things mm -hmm. you know i was yeah. not going to church at that time um i didn't know anything about the spiritual realm even though I don't, I, even though that i was raised in church okay okay um so i went there they just sat with me and they just said how are you what are you feeling of course <laughs> you break down crying <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm like what yeah. nobody asked me this clearly i'm here because i need something right yeah. um yeah and uh they just said okay so you have this and you have that they just that same day i went home with pills Wow. So it wasn't something that they continuously worked on with me. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is what you have. Here, take some drugs. Right. This is what okay. I think you have. Okay. This is you. Yeah. Here are some pills. Wow. I went home, woke up, took a pill, 6 p.m., took another pill to go to sleep. 
So that made things worse mm-hmm. with my body. Um, I think it was like a week or two. By week two, I was out of the pills. I said, I, this is not me. Um, you know, I was so sleepy all the time. Yeah. And yeah. I worked at a daycare center. Wow. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> my aunt has a daycare center. Uh-huh. And um, I was fainting. I was having like second kind of like reactions like to side effects. these pills yeah. mm-hmm. and i was just like not talking i was just calm and collected i mean i am calm and collected but i was just not me like they were mellowing you out oh like yeah i was zombie almost yes. yes okay it was very bad actually mm-hmm. so. talking about that, my mom she's had like she's had a lot of like mental issues yeah. or going through you know, life circumstances pushes you right. to like do certain things. Right. And those pills really do like hit the hard divide. Right. You know, they, they cause you to, they work on us on one end, but they cause such a secondary effect of a, of a body to just be like you said, zombie, like, and mm. you're just yeah, kind of yeah. so mellow. I was a zombie working with kids and I said, I can't do this. You know, yeah. myself, I, my, I stopped myself and said this, there has to be another way. Yeah. So that's when I said I have to go back to church. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that's the last thing that I that I went back to. You know, after being in the world for, you know, like I I rebelled against God for many years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, as a teenager, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, when I went back to church, I went back to the church that I was raised in. Okay. And you know, in this religion, um, they don't really talk about anything but. Um, you know, they, they preach Jesus, yes, but it, I wasn't being transformed. Mm-hmm. I wasn't having yeah. a relationship with Jesus. Um, that wasn't being taught. And I said, okay, you know, what should I do about it? You know, I kept speaking to God, and I felt like God was speaking to me as well. And that's when a friend of mine, I seen her transformation. She was a lesbian, mm-hmm. and she was this full-blown jesus lover Mm -hmm. i seen the transformation exactly that jesus had with her yeah i said this is for real i want what she what she has Mm -hmm. she's experiencing yeah and she invited me i got filled with the holy spirit the first night and i was just like woo for jesus and um i started getting better which was awesome you know a breakthrough for me Mm -hmm. so that's how i got started which all of those things that were happening in my life i was eating a lot of junk food junk food yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> i mean uh, mcdonald's at 2 a.m yeah i mean two mac chickens and two cheeseburgers four dollars i mean can't beat the deals can't beat the, deal. <laughs> can't beat the deals but then my body was feeling it yeah. so i obviously went up 60 pounds and mm-hmm. i'm five one and a half i was almost 200 pounds wow. yeah and I said, you know, my body was declining. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't me anymore. And I'm, I've, I've always been very athletic. I was in the military. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've always been the one that likes extreme things. So, yeah. so technically your body should be good, right? Cause, I mean, right. Yeah. You're, right. you're from the military. So obviously to get into there, you have to you have, have to, some yes. type of fitness at least. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So. My body was shutting down. I was very sick. Wow. So when I was at church, everything came down to getting better. And that's when I started working out again. That's when 
I started working on body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. Just really led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And um, I started eating better, changing my habits again. I was unlearning a lot. Of course, I didn't grow up with the most healthy eating food lifestyle yeah. Yeah. so that's something that i had to learn by myself yeah too. Mm -hmm. so, it's, so you're it's doing adult. all these changes like all your own yes. like your own decisions like i feel like i want to do this i feel yeah. like i want to do this okay yeah and that started when i went back to church yeah. and really dedicated a lifestyle yeah. you know, of worship and fasting prayer and everything together yeah which was very very cool mm -hmm. So, so you got fit. I mean, you're, you're, get, you're getting back to working right. out. So how does it get you from, okay, now I want to get healthy yeah. to now I want to express this knowledge through a business? Right. So when I started getting healthier, I noticed that certain foods gave me energy. And I noticed that certain supplements also gave me energy. Okay. So my biggest thing with um, battling with depression was that I was vitamin D deficient. Okay. And this I, was medically like told to you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I did like a blood test of everything. Yeah. Okay. And I was very deficient on uh, lots of vitamins and minerals. All right. And that causes deficiency in the brain. And that's what causes depression and anxiety and all these mental issues. Yeah, it's a chemical and like chem it's imbalance. A, I was very chemically imbalanced thanks to the junk food that I ate <laughs> hey. <laughs> and the things that I was, you know, drinking yeah. and things like that. So I had to teach myself all these things. And that's how I came up with the business too. Because when I started the business, I said I want to not only get this knowledge out, especially with depression and anxiety, which is something very spiritual too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, well, let's start a business uh, selling healthy foods, which you were there for that. Yes. Um, we had, we, we, well, we connect with farmers around the central Florida area. We okay. are friends with many farmers. Mm -hmm. And we started the business essentially was going to be a business that provided local farm everything food which is meat dairy like raw milk mm -hmm. um, veggies produce everything from farm to tables directly. from farm to table but then the pandemic came and it was not very sustainable to find a farmers market that had well they all had already vendors that's doing exactly. the same thing yeah, yeah so trying to get into that it's like saturated, right. saturated mission yeah. yeah i mean yes and then the new farmers markets that they were starting they started one by my house it mm -hmm. lasted like a month because people were not going out mm -hmm. so i said let's start a farm to box type of thing mm -hmm. but then it wasn't sustainable for the business and we were kind of stuck in the business um and i've always had the vision of creating products to aid the deficiencies in people, mm -hmm. yeah. which I had with the depression, anxiety, and all that. Mm -hmm. How can I fix this problem? So I started doing the CMOS gels, which is a lot of minerals, and the elderberry kits, and the sofrito, and stuff like that, um, which I've always wanted to do after the, the food box, mm -hmm. the produce box. But then everything came down with the food box, 
And I just immediately said, I'm just going to do this. Let's just roll with it. And it has been a huge success in my business. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. honestly, in general, like a, like a general, more people are trying to be health conscious. Right. Like it's a new fad type of thing. Right. But to kind of dive into why I'm excited to bring you in here, um, though I'm not a big proponent or not the poster boy for eating <laughs> healthy, I'm far from it. Um, my question is how, like how much responsibility does the church have to do this part of things, to well, speak about the actual eating and what you eat and what's that involved in. Well, the Bible says to not worry about what you eat and drink. But if you have a purpose, if you're breathing, the Lord gave you that body to glorify him, right? Yeah. And if you have a purpose, you know, if the Lord tells you, Abel, you have to go to Africa tomorrow and you're unfit, you can get sick easily, mm-hmm. you won't be doing the purpose as easily yeah. as you would be. They'll be, they'll be taking care of you. You said it, taking care of them. Exactly. <laughs> so if you have God's purpose in you, then why not teach the body of Christ to take care of your body as well? Mm-hmm. Even though that when we get to heaven, we're going to have a glorified body, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's, that's the argument. Um, yeah. But how I see it is that if you, if you have a purpose, you're breathing, right? If you're breathing, you have a purpose. Yeah. And the one who put it there was God. So you should be able to take care of that. You should be able to be responsible with what the Lord has gifted you. And it's interesting that you bring up that verse because when they try to use it to diminish the need of spending time on teaching these things. And when Jesus says, don't worry about what you will eat or drink, he's saying it as a worry because they were they were asking about their 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 needs as a human. But right. what he was saying is that he will provide those things. Right. So n- it wasn't don't worry as in eat whatever you want. Right. It was like, I'm going to provide. Exactly. But and another thing is that what we don't understand is that in the Old Testament, he gave yes. them rules. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Yes. For specific reasons, which right. was to keep them healthy. Right. And that's what right. we forgot. There's a lot of arguments because of that reason. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, people don't tend to think that when Jesus came and grace was installed, mm-hmm. he declared all foods clean. Right? That's yeah. the argument. Uh-huh, exactly. But then, you know, with my experience, I used to be vegan. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> I, I, I was like, when do I bring it up? Because you did have like six months where you're like, oh, I'm all vegan and stuff like that. So yeah. I, as I was interested to figure that out. So this is the deal. Um, you know, being vegan is great. Awesome. But this is the reality of certain foods today. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have the knowledge for mm-hmm. everything you eat. You have to yeah. know, uh-huh. you know, uh, that a lot of vegan foods, a lot of vegan meats, fake meats, soybeans, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that. Um, it has zero nutrients mm-hmm. for your body. It has ingredients that can affect your body exactly. and produce uh-huh. inflammation. Yeah. So when the body has inflammation, everything else starts to fall apart in your body. And I think that that's just the psychology of, of food, too. I prefer to eat a grass-fed steak rather than a million-ingredient list steak, yeah. which yeah. is very unhealthy for your body. And, uh, you know, it 
it's very dangerous for your brain too because again it causes chemical imbalance in your body mm-hmm. yeah so that's the problem with the diet fads you know and to mention that we are you know we have different blood types too mm-hmm. which a lot of people eat for their blood type you know a lot of people it can cause maybe maybe steak causes high blood pressure in, in you and maybe not in you mm-hmm. you yeah. know it's it's all about knowing our bodies and really asking the holy spirit to come in to to, now, you, to your um, diet now when it comes though like so as it so you're making a business and and right. we applaud you on that right. now when it comes to so like the reason why we do this podcast because we mm-hmm. believe that the church should be it should be a full right. like the gospel i always say the gospel redeems every aspect of a person's life right. mentally Absolutely. physically and spiritually it does mm-hmm. all three aspects and a lot of times as a church, we only focus on the spiritual aspect. Right. Now, do you think the church itself should physically be the one involved in like food consumption, teaching, or even growing the food? Like, should the church should be adamantly involved in that? Or should we allow, like, how would you, how would you manage that in a perfect world? Does the church have their own farms? Do the church have all these things? Or I would love to see a church with a farm. and not only a farm but a farm to table kitchen and also a community farm yeah which is not that hard to to do because the community comes together Mm -hmm. to grow things and eat things and just really learn from each other which that's what really the old you know centuries ago we had people come together as a community a a deeper a deeper fellowship right it's a fellowship so why not the church um help the body of christ achieve this yeah um one so i'm not as expert as you two in growing things (laughs) i was gonna say that it's funny because he's he said that he's like he doesn't really but i'm the complete opposite yeah um you know i know and i'm into this stuff yeah and and I would, in my opinion, yeah, it would be awesome, like you said, to, right. for the church to have a farm. But just simply, you know, teach these things. Right. If if we start through there, it'll it'll make a Absolutely. enormous change. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I and I think it also one of the things I've learned because I have a at home I have an apartment too. Right. At home I have kale and I have yes. a pepper plant. Those are Amazing. the two things I'm growing. So I had a tomato plant, but it died. So I was, yes. that one <laughs> I was, takes a couple it, tries. It was a, that one I was still learning from. But one of the things I've learned is that when you take the time to actually grow things, yes. you start experiencing the Lord in a different way as well. Yes. Like, and I think one of the things that I'm, especially this year, trying to focus on is a, is one of the biggest reasons why people, but I. Again, I eat the un- I eat fast food. Um, I'm chicken tenders and French fries all day. Oh my yeah. Pizza, no. hot Cheetos. That's that's me. But one of the things that a lot of times causes that right. is convenience. Right. Time. Mm-hmm. Time is right. the biggest. You mm-hmm. know, that's probably the biggest reason right. why people would say like, "That's what fast food." Like, I got out of work at ten yes. o'clock. I'm not gonna go home eat yeah, a man, three hour cook a meal. Cook yeah. a meal takes forty five minutes right. and yeah. then finally eat. But you know what pushes people to do the things that you must do knowledge mm-hmm. true because i know that i haven't eaten mcdonald's in probably like 12 years wow because that's crazy of the knowledge that i have of mm-hmm. what these burgers have yeah fries yeah. 
um, you know, Burger King, for example. I mean, anything that you eat outside, you don't know really what's in it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard enough sourcing good things. Yes. Now imagine giving that 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 authority to somebody else to prepare. That's Absolutely. even worse. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of the things that we struggle with is in living here in America is. Yeah. is we're so we consume ourselves with so many things right. that it causes right. us a side effect of being so busy. Right. We can't. One of the things I've been trying to like learn is when we do less, you actually end up doing more. Yeah. Because Absolutely. like maybe I won't be able to go out as much because I'm focused on building my farm, my little, you know, growing my little stuff. And but that allows you to redeem yourself. We're not right. meant to do so many and things. And to slow right. down and appreciate everything. Yes. Right. That's the most important thing. And, right. I, and I think that's what we as Christians need to realize is all these other things that end up causing us to take time, not just for right. food wise, but like in general, like spiritually, right. physically, family wise, everything. Especially now that we live in such a hustle mode on yes. mm-hmm. type of generation. I think that this generation is losing the power of really connecting with self. And really, when you really look at it in, in a spiritual pers- perspective, you know, when it comes to prayer, you, you know, you cannot have so many things in your mind. You mm-hmm. cannot have such a crazy lifestyle that blocks your prayer life. And I yeah. think that's, that's very dangerous Yeah. In, in a sense of, you know, connecting with the Lord. Mm-hmm. The distractions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think just slowing down allows you, I think we're meant to actually experience like right. the growing. And I, I think God created when he, as you see, I mean as years generations pass right we were meant to experience earth as an as a way for us to deepen our relationship with it, god right and what's crazy is that it's not one of the biggest things i've been trying to whenever i speak about the bible is to 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 show that there's no coincidences there's there's not it's not a coincidence that genesis is about a garden and a man working right, right. yeah we were called to Adam was supposed to keep the garden and tend to it. So exactly. we're so far away from from yes. being connected to the earth and where God put us that it, it's amazing. Yeah. Like uh, right. there's our food just comes in. We don't even know where it's grown. Yeah. We don't know what's in it. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's a convenience. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like to microwave a lot of things, yeah. you know, hey, it's, hey. it's a powerful tool. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, let me side note. The microwave has so much radiation. Yeah. Yes. that it kills your cells so side note so, so, <laughs> not, not only the knowledge the knowledge <laughs> and yeah. what's crazy is that it shows that it, it the nutrients that you think you're taking from the food it's it killing most it. of it yeah. it kills it yeah. so you just you're not eating anything it's yeah. it's it's an interesting thing again since i'm not the healthiest <laughs> i guess because it's one of the things like for example you see is that you've you grow so many accustomed to this your cultures right. embrace the idea right. of like this is what it is it's hard to be like okay now carla's telling me now i gotta cook my own food and yeah. i gotta do all this stuff and it's it creates a little bit yeah. but it allows you one of the things i always find interesting is the more you live in poverty or dependency of nature, yes. the more you find a yes. desire to call out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And one of the yes. things that we struggle is because we are provided so many things, right. we naturally be like, okay, I'm, I'm self-dependent. I'm, I could create all the things I need for myself physically, yes. which right. calls you to feel more empowered exactly. to be like, okay, I don't really need a God. 
if right. I'm creating subconsciously, one. subconsciously, yeah, you yeah. just naturally start. It just, as a culture, you start doing that. Yeah, you exactly. start be like, okay, I don't need to call out in, to, in any god, any mm-hmm. culture that becomes right. more progressively advanced. Yeah, naturally desires and thinks that they are more capable to do more things. Yeah, I agree. So it's yeah. it's interesting. Now, not to call them out, but we're all Spanish. And right. One of the biggest <laughs> things that's interesting is a lot of pastors don't live this out. And that's just, and I'm not even going to go with pastors. I'm, I guess I'll ask you this. Do you think eating healthy and taking care of the body is something that could create not just physical consequence, but spirit? Like as in, do you think eating unhealthy and living that lifestyle is somewhat of a sin? This is what I guess I'll ask that. Well, I'm not going to say it's a sin, but I definitely do, I definitely think it doesn't aid your purpose. Okay. You know, as a person, because I, I like to connect uh, psychology with it. Um, if I'm not feeling well, then I can't I carry the spirit, you know, in me. Mm. So the spirit is not going to feel well either. Yeah. You know, I'm my, maybe my my mind is going to be chemically imbalanced for me to do certain things and things like that and think certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not physically, you don't have to be super fit abs. That's just a lie. <laughs> but you, ha- yeah. you have to feel healthy in order for you to i mean we're living in a in a, in a time that you have to be healthy in your immune system is yeah. your defense mm-hmm. definitely you know you, you have to yeah you know i mean i i honest it, it's a little bit of a stretch but i think it's a it's a fine line between purposely not caring for it right and then when you purposely don't care for the creation of the lord yourself anything else you yeah. it could it could it could be a gateway for you to sit in other ways you, you know what i learned i learned when i was losing that 60 pounds Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to pray off the temptations, literally. Mm-hmm. I learned how to, Lord, help me with this right now. And it helped me not only physically, but my will and my discipline in Christ got stronger. It, yeah. Some, something I... It's not a coincidence that one of the requirements that Jesus wants us to fulfill is fasting. Right. Fasting, the number one impediment impediment to fasting is your will. Exactly. If you're if if you can't simply correct what you eat, exactly. How how do you think you're you're gonna be able to fast to let exactly. go of eating if you can barely exactly. correct what you already eat? It's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's a it's a compound effect, and I wanted to bring the pastors because a lot of times theirs is stress eating because they're so stressed right. about mm-hmm. things and it causes them to have all these but it, it like you said it, it opens up a door like where they're like always sick like if i had a, i had a pastor in one of my churches i've been to is th- because he was so stressed as a big church a yeah. lot of times it happened to push him to be in hospital all the time and a lot of right. stuff like that and like you said that could cause you to not be able to fulfill your calling right due to the fact of, of you of exactly. you being sick exactly and back to the point that you were saying that because we're such a prosperous country and oh you know i can go buy my food i don't have to wait on god to provide something for me right it's because of that we eat so much junk right our bodies are are suffering because of it and and then psychologically now we start losing faith that god can heal us from some from certain things because even if he was to heal us because of the junk we we just fall back into x disease because yeah it's because right. of what we're eating and that's what people don't understand right. it's not that god doesn't heal people anymore it's that the junk we're eating yes 
That's why um, one of the goals that we have for Seeds by Faith Market is to provide that knowledge that we mm -hmm. have yeah. um, with the rest of the world, which workshops and things like that, which we're working on this year to, to launch that. Okay. Um, because I, I think that's, especially for the body of Christ, like my goal is to go to churches and give, yeah. you know, workshops, speeches, whatever mm -hmm. they whatever they need, because I think... And they definitely need it. <laughs> it, it. It's so important to give this knowledge to the body of Christ because they are the body of Christ. Exactly. Yeah. You know, without the body of Christ, how are we going to reach the souls? How are we going to do this? Yeah. We're going to go to evangelize to this place, but you're so tired. Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. my God. You're dreading it. You know, that's not the heart that the Lord wants you to have. Yeah. You know, he wants you to, to do it wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. but you know, people are overweight and, you know, or I, or I have diabetes. So I, I have to, go with insulin so yeah, there's not he, insulin in that right. country so i can't yeah right and i think also one of the biggest issues is i mean this is in general but the church nowadays what's happened is we're so worried about offending people as a church right. mm -hmm. right. um and i mean just in general the culture has been very much more sensitive right. to that mm -hmm. we are sometimes too worried to be like hey talk you know like sister brother in christ right. you know i see that you know you're gaining weight what's going on and it's not just for the i don't think it's even just for food wise i think in general we're so worried unhealthy habits we're, it's unhealthy mm -hmm. habits yeah. and i would say just two things that we, we we fail as a church one we're so worried about building the spiritual side right and then two everything else becomes taboo or unnecessary right. and then that falls but like the gospel is everything. The gospel right. is your health. And we forget that the Bible specifically says that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yes. yes. So do you... Absolutely. Are, are we supposed to keep... Let's take it physically. Our our, our temples, our, where we go to meet for church. Right. Is it dirty? Do we... No. We keep but, it clean. Yes, Why? Because absolutely. that's the temple. We absolutely. Should, it should be we the same the way church. with our body. Exactly. We are the church. Like yes. this podcast, you know? Yeah. We must go we must go out of the four walls. Yeah. Yes. With your body. Exactly. You yes. know, you, you use your body to preach. Mm -hmm. You use yeah. your body to lay hands. You use I mean when it comes to faith, if I heal hands on you to heal you up for whatever a headache. A lot of people have headaches today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't believe it for myself, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't have that faith enough. Yeah, I don't. If I don't have enough faith to, you know, to to deal with my headache, how am I gonna impart that on you? Impart that yeah. on you. Heal your headache, yeah. and and you know, even though that is not me who heals it, you know, yeah. when you do things for yourself and allow God to do things for your headache, you, you I mean, your faith to heal another person, and not only that, but guide them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Discipleship. Yeah, because definitely. a lot of people need deliverance. Cool, great, but they also need this uh, discipleship. Yeah, the, the the relationship of uh, building right. after. But I think it goes with what Anthony uh, said was yeah. one of the things that um, happens is we expect the spiritual healing to affect a lot of times our physical lives. Right. Where a lot of times the root of the problem is not a spiritual problem, right. but a a physical problem Absolutely. where like for example hey i'm feeling depressed i'm feeling all this god take this burden away from me but right. in reality it's a progressive issue of you making bad physical or mental decisions Absolutely. that a lot of times we're like oh let's just 
this is spiritual, spiritual, spiritual. But God's yeah. like, there's tangible. God calls us to do action yeah. as well, and yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's a lot of times what I happens. I think it's a it's a, like in I'm gonna speak for myself. Um, it's funny how God sends a lot of people to me, um, dealing with depression and anxiety, and of course the Lord healed me from that. Mm-hmm. And um, I always ask, Are you sleeping okay? What are you eating? Are you walking every day? Are you getting outside? Um, just simple things. Mm-hmm. Sim- I'm not and even those, spiritual they, and they make, things. They make birth, those make big differences. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, are you taking your vitamin D? Have you gone to your doctor or physician, whoever you go to, to get a blood work to see where you're at? Yeah. And most of them, and it's not even, I'm not even, you know, of course I pray for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's sometimes they say, wow, I feel so much better after taking vitamin D. Mm-hmm. After going for a walk, drinking water, drinking mm-hmm. water, yeah. you know, not eating so much sugar and things like that. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Like it's not, a, you know, it's not a coincidence. All the things around us that God created, right. you think it's a coincidence that right. by stepping outside, taking some sun, we're absorbing vitamin Absolutely. D. Absolutely. No, that's that's not a, a coincidence that the okay. sun so happens to right. provide. And you know what? So, and you know what people tell me the most? Mm-hmm. Well, Carla, I feel so much closer to God mm-hmm. after I've done all these things. Mm-hmm. It's it, because it's our des- like in every aspect when we do what, what we're designed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. It naturally deepens your relationship. Mm-hmm. God cares yeah. about mm-hmm. our bodies. God yeah. cares about our health. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know because, like I said, if you have if you're breathing right now you have a purpose and if Mm -hmm. you have that purpose you have to take care of you have to be responsible and i think that uh, the bible talks about being a good steward Mm -hmm. a lot of people take that verse and just put it on money Mm -hmm. but they need to put it also on the body Mm -hmm. yeah you know what what are we doing to be good stewards of the body that really the lord gave us exactly yeah. yeah you know because he you know i'm pregnant now just just to for the people that don't know um he knows my daughter in the belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's seen her. I I, I, I haven't seen her. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, uh, I'm going to see her when she comes out. Mm-hmm. But he knows her he before knows her. I do. Mm-hmm. So if he gave you that body, he will also give you the knowledge, the willpower, the discipline. He will put people on your path to be healthy. And I think that's when I think the church has to step up. And put it as a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we're going to church to to get fed spiritually and build community, I think that community has to have someone in charge of the aspect of the body mm-hmm. and how it connects that to the a, spirit. That would be really awesome to yeah. have. Like every yeah. church have like a physical like yeah. ambassador type of thing. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's necessary. Like I, I'm a big proponent of like the church should be involved in every main category Absolutely. of it. Mm-hmm. And even like in the book of Acts, one of the things that we try to just overlook the, the the disciples originally were food managers yes. and they were wealth managers yes. like they would they would take everything for the community yes. and they were the ones deciding okay this is your rations you're getting as a community yes. and a lot of times we because they left it we think oh that's a secondary job right. but if you actually look at the translation they were just transitioning because they were called for a specific purpose so they were like i can't keep doing this because of my purpose, not right. because it's not important. Mm-hmm. And even the people that they selected, you have to have people of wisdom, people full of the spirit. So it's a very important job. Um, so it'd be awesome if we had like a, yeah. a, a health. That's our goal. Uh, That's yeah. my goal is to offer these services, even if it's free to churches, 
to empower the body of Christ to mm -hmm. take care of themselves and not only say, yeah, take care of yourself. You have to do this and you have to do that. Eat healthy, walk. No, the the psychology of the food is that, for example, yellow number five causes ADD in children. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's in almost everything. That's crazy. Some cereals yeah. have 50% sugar. They're made of 50% sugar. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and we don't we don't look at that. And like you said, the knowledge is the biggest issue right. too. Not not knowing. And sometimes, not like knowing. I said. Doing less, do more. If you just do your research, do less. Right. You can end up doing more. And, and and not to and it's it may sound harsh, but not be a lazy question. <laughs> and no, you and gotta actually, you gotta be harsh. You gotta be harsh sometimes. You know, not be a lazy question and say the Lord will heal me, mm -hmm. but yet you're here eating arepas at three in the morning. Exactly. Or panadillas for pro templo after hey, after church. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, fritura right oh, after. Exactly. Tenemos fritura, hermano. Yes. I mean, it's crazy. I mean that's the perfect example especially us that we're all hispanic here mm -hmm. and that's what we've seen the most of our yep, lives exactly. is yep. hey and you know sister brother we have empanadas after the church and and that yeah. stuff made with canola oil i mean i'm just gonna give you some homework just check i'm, how a, best, I'm a vegetable oil, oil guy so yeah. <laughs> check how canola oil is made it's literally i mean it causes it's a neuro, neurotoxin yeah yeah i mean wow. it causes so much harm to you and your body and there are things that will never leave your body it's funny because my wife eats really healthy yeah you know Yo, she's, yeah, she's a healthy so it's she tells her. me all the time like you gotta eat this like um so it's it, i'm on a journey i'm trying that's good but it's it's a little bit of journey and i mean and i think that's the biggest thing so we right. in some way we all struggle in certain areas and, right. and for me it's my my eating habits yeah now let me ask you this though so you're really big on health and eating natural foods. Yes. So from good be, source. From good sources. So yes. let me ask you this: Where do you feel? Because people are going to say this a lot of times, and this is going to be kind of a feel from our conversation right. about weed. It's natural. It's a plant. All these right, things. Right. Right. So what do you say to that? Like that's. I mean, there. It's right. Technically, it is a plant. It is. Technically, God did create it because it's yeah. a plant. Yeah. So, what's our response as a church to be like? Oh, we want you to eat healthy. We want you to eat all natural. But then the first thing when you bring this up, right. we're done. We, we cannot say, I mean, in the Bible, just an example. I'm going to go back to that. The Bible doesn't say that Jesus drank wine. But then it says, oh, but, but Jesus produced wine. So people kind of like take it on the other side. Marijuana, right? Weed. When you process it, it's extremely bad for your brain. It kills the cells in your brain. Mm -hmm. It's natural, but then again, the knowledge of how it's processed and things like that, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it can cause, it's a neurotoxin also. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So a lot of people don't think about that and think, okay, this is natural. Not all natural things are so going to be would, good. So would you be okay? So, okay. I, I would be in agreement. The processing, like the ferment, like fermenting of alcohol right. causes you to have all these other things. Right. Exactly. Um, so you're not, the issue is not the, the actual the grape or the weed. Right. Um, right. It's the, I mean, not the, the plants, um, right. but it's the processing, the processing to get end result. Now, and, and the motive. Yeah, why exactly. people That's do really it. important. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that, um, for example, if you do it to get high because you want to get you, you want to get away from all your your issues you and, want yeah. exactly you're super stressed or whatever you do it because you want to 
and you want to get away from life for a little bit, mm-hmm. 30 minutes, one hour, and then munch out, then, you know, the motive, I think, is very important. And uh, I think that if you look at the motive of the person, then you, you'll find out if it's mm-hmm. good or bad. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, you know? and so how do you feel about CBD? It's a big thing now. Um, like, like every honest, like health thing is like... To be honest, I'm neutral about it. CBD, um, I, I, I don't use it myself. But I'm very neutral about it only because it's, it's, it's healthier than marijuana. Mm-hmm. Some people, kids it, with autism, for example. It does some, the, the actual <laughs> plant does yeah. good. Yes. In kids some with ways, autism, yes. Kids with autism, they use that, you know, to, you yeah. know, instead of pharmaceuticals. No, what's important to know is that our bodies aren't meant to inhale smoke. Exactly. So, sure, it's natural, but the the natural part of it is not burning it and inhaling a smoke because we right. know the smoke is bad for our lungs, right. bad for. So yes, and CBD, you don't smoke CBD. Exactly. You, you apply it, you rub it. Yeah. I mean, now they have soap. Yeah, they have, yeah. They have it in everything: soaps, teas, and all these yeah, other ways. Yeah. So I'm very neutral about CBD. Honestly, I don't find anything wrong with it. Um, for example, if somebody has eczema mm-hmm. and they want to use a lotion with cbd instead of the pharmaceutical i'm gonna tell you use the cbd and th- <laughs> that's another thing we we look at marijuana because you know it's yeah it's bad it's the, culturally the stigma, the stigma exactly but what do you think it's in all these prescriptions that that we take because it's a medical oh. mer- it's worse than He's than the than the marijuana itself He's going to get me started. Listen. listen <laughs> Open listen. Pandora box over here for Carla. Listen, I, like I said, I'm very holistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't take medicine at all. Take I mean, poison. poison. I mean, we have. We a, take medicine. You just don't take the traditional mindset of med, like the, the view. I mean, I, I do. You take natural medicine. Yeah. Medicine if necessary, but we use immune boosting products mm-hmm. and proper preparation will not get you as sick as like if let's say you get super sick right if you were to be prepared eating the right foods and uh, you know drinking juices and just eating foods from a good source Mm -hmm. and already boosting your immune system you're not gonna get so knocked out as the other person that because have you have, been eating you junk the food. Because you building. built that, system, you that are immune building, system. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You are building your body for the virus to come because viruses are going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are going to get sick. When I got, you're going to get sick many times. But the severity. But when you have a healthy lifestyle, you don't have to be like at the, at the gym all day, every day. But a healthy lifestyle will aid that Mm -hmm. you know so how are you gonna get prepared so when you say no medicine i want to be as because this is new so So, like not even tylenol like you wouldn't even take a tylenol no 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 no. not even tell my daughter has never had any medicine in her life okay never i mean never okay so like if she has a runny nose you would do like elderberry (laughs) (laughs) um elderberry syrup and uh cmos as well which is our products vitamin c um oh my goodness uh quercetin uh sink uh i mean i mean you name it for every single thing god created something to heal it 
And okay. what, what, what we forget is that these pharmaceuticals aren't just, you know, it's not like they have a magic little wand that they produce stuff. They're, they're, Every, everything they're using is it's, from it, nature. It was from nature. They just process it. They yeah. just process it. Put chemicals. It yeah, make but it, it, it all comes from nature. God yeah. created everything. They're, right. they're not creating right. out of nothing. Yet. It's a band-aid to whatever you have. Exactly. It's it's not going to be going to the root cause, which exactly. I am very huge on going to the root cause. Mm-hmm. And I can come back to the spiritual thing. You have a headache, root cause. What's causing that headache? Exactly. Is it stress from something else or... Let's say the root cause of your depression is something that you have to deal with, something mm-hmm. from your childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things, again, it's a circle, body, mind, and spirit. Exactly. It's all know? connected, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, pharmaceuticals, I, you know, I, I don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I, again, with the pills that they prescribed me over there, um, that was the last time that I had something from Big Pharma. In mm-hmm. my but I, I think, <laughs> but I think it's one of those things like you said, yeah. the knowledge and the understanding and faith that God has Absolutely. created everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, created the resources for us to be able mm-hmm. to survive. Yes. And one of the things I'm really big on, I talk about community a lot to my church. Yeah. They're like, is that the only topic you talk about? <laughs> but one of the things that I really believe is that like, we're so, because we grew up in a culture where like, especially being Spanish, like, Right. The problems that happen at home, we don't talk about outside. Mm. Like, and what happens, we grow up and we naturally keep that ourselves. Mm-hmm. That, like, if we're struggling with something, we don't share it, which a lot of times causes us, like you said, you, you're not able to receive the knowledge because you're too embarrassed to talk about your problem. Yes. And it causes you to hold it in. Hold it in. Did you and know? Then, Did and you then you, know? Don't, you don't do certain <laughs> things. Did you know that your nervous system holds trauma? If you don't release it, you have to release it. You know, spiritually, you can release trauma as well. Your body holds the trauma mm-hmm. in. Um, and, you know, you have to visit a chiropractor to mm-hmm. align you and, 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 yeah. and get that fixed because your body holds trauma in, inside and not, of you. And not only that, and, and to the community point, well, is that we're not, what you're not trying to say is that every person should own a farm that could be self-sustaining. No, absolutely It's not. impossible. But we're, yeah. what I think is a, a good solution is, I mean, maybe I'm mis- over speaking, is that if we all play our part, right? we can naturally, like you said, a community farm, like where if we, if I grow kale, you have the cows, yeah. you have the chickens, we as a, and that's what God called, we as a community help each other right. sustain ourselves and that would naturally solve the problem because Another excuse is it's expensive or it's this right. and this and that. But if we, as a church, transition right. away from profit, so we don't really care how much right. money we're making when we sell these products or right. trade these products, right. we are just naturally caring for your mind, your right. physical health, your mental health, and your spiritual health. Yeah. I mean, God will provide. Exactly. I yes. was just thinking that. Yeah. Every single thing mm-hmm. yeah. that we can imagine. I mean, he could provide every single thing. I mean, God is God, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that community is so important, especially within the church, because you don't have to be gifted to plant, but mm-hmm. maybe you are gifted to spread the word, <laughs> you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're gifted with something else that you can provide that towards mm-hmm. the community around and it's, wellness. And it's essential that all of us play a part. The Bible says, you know, that I can't yeah. speak to the hand saying I want right. to be there because each of us are essential. Right. And I think it, it, it goes with all just being willing to play our part and Absolutely. understanding 
that everything besides just a spiritual part is important. We need to have plumbers because a church has plumbing and absolutely we need and to have those people equipped and understanding their craft. It's it's a it's the community, mm-hmm. yes. you know. And I think that um, what we are missing today a lot within the church is community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I say that because members are not just you know some people go to church just to go to church mm-hmm. yeah um and not join the community and i think community is so important because you know what if i have something that you need and i can extend a hand exactly um and, and i would say even radical community going back to the book of acts yes those people sold everything right. all the the whole church the mm-hmm. sold all their houses so no one is in need. Mm-hmm. Right. And we sometimes are, we do community, but it's not radical community. Right. We're like, I'm like, okay, somebody needs a car. I have an extra car, even though I might use it. I'm right. willing to give you my whole car for free. Right. You need it. This is. And it, it comes back to the, I don't want to offend you. Sometimes mm-hmm. doing good for other people, people do get offended. Mm-hmm. If I give you a car, oh, I think then you're... Well, you, you think I'm poor. Yeah, you think I can't afford or a car. I think, yeah. you, know, get, you know, whatever. But I think that we have to address that yeah. because the Bible talks about the fivefold ministries and how those are the body of Christ and how we have to be together. We cannot function without each other. And it's about being humble. If you're not humble right. enough to to admit that you need help, right? then... Right. Yeah. 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 And that's the other thing though, too. I, I guess um, people don't open up mm-hmm. because they don't. I don't want them in my business. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But really, sometimes you know you're praying for a miracle. Sometimes opening up that you don't have food in your house is the miracle that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. Oh, well, the Lord will reveal that to them. And th- that's the thing. I I listened to a preacher and he said. A lot of us have our our blessing is tied to somebody that's not that yes. doesn't even go to church yeah but but because our our spirituality is so black and white we're yes. so religious we're so super yes. saved yes that we're not in fellowship with we only fellowship with right. people in our group or in our in right. our in our denomination that we don't open the opportunity for god to bless us with right. with certain people because and he can well, use anyone exactly yeah I mean, and it's it's about it, I mean, the answer is simple, but mm-hmm. a lot of times it's we so are the ones that complicate, complicate it. Yeah. Right. Like in, it's it's simple. We are our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. God created this that a self sustaining earth for us to be completely mm-hmm. healthy. All these things. But we have to work. And then, well, we've overcomplicated. We we've put the currency and put all these things where mm-hmm. it makes it difficult for people that are in poverty. And I mean, it, it, even like if you look at it, like it's. The, the poor areas and inner cities, they don't have like a whole food. They all, right. all they have is McDonald's because it's cheap. And stuff. Not even Amazon goes there. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. Amazon it's, fresh, yeah. which is, you know. So it's things <laughs> like that where like, it's just a natural progression of sin, of bad, um, bad decisions as humans that has caused a difficulty to go from where we're at now right. to go the healthy. And I think it's, it's, it's had to take on people of influence and right. of owning businesses, pastors, all the right. people that have leaders to be willing to take that radical step. Like, Hey church, right. we're going to do a community. We're going to buy a piece of land, not to build another building, right. but to build a farm because we want to be able to not just speak about spiritual, uh, spirituality to the homeless, but to feed them right. or to a family to feed them. Right. And it's being radical. Maybe 
losing or giving up certain things to be able right. to really do these things. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, like I said, our goal is to do just that. But I think it's it's not that hard sometimes to do certain things that are good for others and for mm -hmm. ourselves. I think we overthink, mm -hmm. you know, like eating healthy or just doing healthy habits. We overthink them because it requires your time. Mm -hmm. That's And, mm -hmm. you know, it's if you don't have the knowledge of okay let me meal prep every sunday or let me you know for example we do d fresh dinners every day but if i'd have to meal meal prep i do lunch i mean i'm a stay-at-home mom so mm -hmm. i don't have to meal prep mm -hmm. but if i've had to meal prep i meal prep my lunch because once you're hungry the first thing is a taco bell in the corner and mm -hmm. that dollar menu and a big issue is like we've been saying this whole time is convenience yeah if If we all are willing to take the time to cook, to buy the ingredients and make it ourselves right. and stop feeding these giant fast food machines that are just in it for Which the money. Which are powered by exactly. pharma. Exactly. <laughs> If we were to stop going to McDonald's, all these places, right. you think they're going to stay open? No. Right. They're, they'll be forced to shut down. Right. And the But, craziest thing is that we, well, I've studied the, the food deserts. Mm -hmm. What that is, is areas that only have like, let's say just maybe like a Walmart or Burger King or something like that. Mm -hmm. They don't have Trader, fresh foods. Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. Whole yeah. Foods. Fresh foods available to them mm -hmm. or farm nearby. Mm -hmm. um, and this is what you call a food desert mm -hmm. where there's basically nothing healthy you could think of <laughs> to eat. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I think it's so important that we go to those communities, mm -hmm. build community, build trust, with that community because i think trust is so important mm -hmm. today um and just go for it you know teach the people and, and it shows god naturally yeah it shows god naturally and and people will ask you why why are you so nice yeah. why are you doing this for me mm -hmm. um sometimes we don't think that when you buy a pepper that has seeds in it it's why free do you, why why do you think <laughs> those seeds are in there it's free <laughs> huh? it's yeah. free so if you buy a organic a good source pepper you save the seeds let me ask you this you've been saying good source for multiple times oh yes so i've been i've been dying to get into this part. yeah so what do you mean by good source okay because you've been saying good source like this it's like what is what is good source to you if my steak has to travel miles and miles to get to my plate it's most likely a bad source but if i go 20 miles away to get my steak from a farmer that's a good source that i know that is grass-fed because now you have the cows in cages and bad farming mm -hmm, you know it's mm -hmm. not every farm it's a good source farm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sadly you know because we have uh fa some farmers giving bad food to cows mm -hmm. uh, or bad things to their animals Mass and producer, like that. Yeah. or they have you know basically animal abuse So you don't want to go to those farmers. But when you know your local farmer, you go mm -hmm. to the farm. Most of these farms, they open the door for you. You could go in there, check the chickens, you know, check everything that you're going to eat and consume and have it done for you. You pick it up, you go home and you eat it, you know. So a lot of people, when they transition to healthy eating, first thing they go is to Walmart and get a steak that traveled probably from california or something it's been frozen for three weeks <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and you can tell the difference between the chicken 
that comes from a store and a chicken that is from a farm or that you yourself raise it Mm -hmm. you know it's the chicken is not white the chicken is kind of like purple red Mm -hmm. type that's fresh chicken and actually chicken is considered i'm gonna say worse than steak mm-hmm. if you buy it out there mm-hmm. oh that's all i eat so yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Need to, I need to find some chicken good chicken yeah. fast so when i mention good source is the best source is for you to grow it yourself or you know if you have animals things like that that's great but if you can because some people don't and can't don't have time you have to be responsible with an animal too mm-hmm. um then go to your local farmers you're not only supporting a local business but you're also eating from 20 miles away some people live five miles away from a farmer mm-hmm. and they have everything you need to cook a great meal at home and what's crazy is that now with technology it's even easier to because back then yes. you can make the argument oh how am i going to find a farmer right. like and there's apps and websites exactly now. but now with technology pull up your phone look right. it up you can find one right and another thing i want to get into is well we'll see how deep we go into is <laughs> we think that oh I, I buy i buy uh all these vegetables and stuff but even that has been tainted by gmos yes uh mm-hmm. and all these extra fertilizers and stuff that they put in things that we think is healthy and even hybrid fruits and vegetables right. that don't occur naturally i am very big on that because mm-hmm. um I love labels mm-hmm. only because just because a vegetable it's a vegetable doesn't mean that it's a good source vegetable mm-hmm. you know i always recommend to buy organic mm-hmm. organic vegetables no matter where you go i mean organic for sure um only because of you know monsanto mm-hmm. and a glyphosate and all these non gmos that are putting i mean you could create a fake apple mm-hmm. still tastes like apple but you're eating toxins things that can and cause cancer mm-hmm. so i think it's very important that people you know have the mindset of really organic is not expensive really because when it gets expensive when you buy a lot of fake things for example a vegan butter because we think it's better but it really has like a million ingredients but if you buy raw butter it's just the cream mm-hmm. as a butter and that's what you're getting mm-hmm. because that, that's butter. pure how god created yeah yeah it's not straight from the thing mm-hmm. yeah but what i taught my, my my friends and the people that i encounter is to read the labels mm-hmm. that's number one and you don't have to be a professional on reading the labels but once you start reading the labels you will learn more and more and now in 2022 so much information yeah i mean now in 2022 you could google real fast mm-hmm, exactly. you have your phone the technologies there i mean if you want convenience go to google and you'll be able to google is this organic or what's the organic what the, what is this chemical where is it from absolutely yeah. and not only organic but now we have the the non-gmo also Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. label yeah and now we have a new label that it's um non-glyphosate for -hmm. example the oats Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean oats it's something that you have to buy organic and i have a brand i'm not gonna mention it of course but i i mean a brand 
that is just have all the labels and it's a good source of oats for you mm-hmm. and you're not just eating glyphosate which causes cancer it's a lot of lawsuits on that so you always want to empower yourself to learn more and and it happens when you do it you do the work really yeah. mm-hmm. in the beginning so, so when it comes to what value because that's the biggest that's the biggest transition of why yeah. people would do something it gives them value mm-hmm. what value does a church have in in diving into this conversation oh. like because a lot of times we'll say it and i'll just oh eat healthy and just yeah. go in and while you're like One they're the so other. worried about they're so worried about the spiritual aspect of things that they don't see value or necessity to speak about those things what what would be the positive or if they don't do it what would be the negative people perish without knowledge hmm. um, i just preached about that so <laughs> I, was, I was waiting people perish without knowledge and i think that if you don't have anyone to do this for your church it's because no one has the knowledge to do that yeah um or no one has answered the call to do that you mm-hmm. know or your church doesn't care about it or, or as a as a, as a pastor the pastor's like it's not an it's not a priority priority mm-hmm. that better word you know, yes um i think it's very important um to have someone and it's gonna be of value of teaching that to your people and finding someone to do that only because you want healthy members mm-hmm. and, and mind body spirit like i think it's just a, a combination of a lot of our problems are multi-layered there it's right. a little bit spiritual a little bit mental like you said your eating habits were not just i mean the way you felt was not just bad eating habits right. but like you said it was bad eating habits on top of trauma that you've had right. on top of you know being released by the military on right. top of probably the lifestyle choices of going out and doing right. all those so it's a multifaceted problem mm-hmm. and if we're gonna be a church of talking about redeeming people and how are we gonna help these people you know that's to the bottom of it is what are we gonna do as a church as the body of christ and when it comes to that is you know it is proven that just one workout you feel better mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we come together with the church to do one workout every single week, four times, four times a month? We could work out, have smoothies, talk about Bible, go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's as easy as that. What it what it is? I honestly think one of the biggest problems churches have is, or people Christians have, yeah. is the culture we live in requires so much time. Right, and. It, if you would do biblical lifestyle, right. half of the stuff we do, we wouldn't even do. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's one of the things where like, we'll say, hey, members, we want to do a workout once a week. Right. But a lot of times they're so busy with it's not a priority X, Y, Z. And we don't understand that the, the lifestyle we live is not reflective of what the Bible, even though we're a nation under God, our culture is not really reflective of mm-hmm. what the Bible mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. is. And that's why, I, I mean, it just, it, I mean, I've been pairing, I preach next Sunday, and one of the things I want to really emphasize is, like I've been saying, the less we do, the more we end up doing. Absolutely. It's, it takes time to eat healthy, as in, like, do your research, you find local farmers, but right. we're deepening our health, we're fixing all these other things, right. and the things that we're missing out that are worldly, we, I just think, like you said, knowledge, understanding what is worldly, having a discernment, okay, right. going to this 
class or going out to do axe throwing, let's just hypothetically, right. all these other extra things that we think we need to do. Right. If we just pause those things and invest on these essential things, right. we see God better, we feel better, yeah. and we just... And it creates community, which absolutely is, it does, because it, it just naturally progresses. It does. Um. So, yeah, it's it's exciting to have you. Uh, like I said, I'm a little bit of on a journey. I'm a literally I'm, <laughs> I'm chicken, rooting for you. <laughs> chicken tenders, fries, and pizza. Those are like my three main course yes. meals. I, but I, I think I, mean, it's just... I, I won't judge you, but I will definitely <laughs> uh, give you some knowledge on the effects that what you're eating. You know, a lot of people think, okay, um, if I eat this, I'll feel bad and like an hour or so but really it's gonna catch up to you in uh, 10 years you You know so you don't want to get to that point and when i say eat healthy you don't have to restrain yourself it's it's not a it's not a unhealthy diet you could still do find ways to eat eat what you like in a different in a more natural way So, so when it comes to your kids i mean you have a daughter and you're having one coming what would you say because that's the biggest issue. Like, for example, yes. I have nephews and I have friends that have kids. And you're seeing them eat, like, these little fruit snacks. and All the, Everything they eat comes out of a box. Out of a- it comes, like, and it's, like you said, you're du- I'm, I applaud you. Because I try my best, like, for example, no TV for my, like, she doesn't really, yes. like, she doesn't use a cell phone type yes. of thing. And all these other things. I'm trying to make sure she grows a life, a real life. Right. Um, right. So, what would you say, like, because... A lot of times as adults, we're like, I don't care. It's my body. But what right. do you, like for your kids, well, what would you say? Like, just a little throw, throw some information out there to get them to feel just like. Just a little testimony on that. I had a miscarriage in um, uh, 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's also when I started to get my body, you know, back together. Back and on track, Even yeah. back to God and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was 2011, 12, sometime there. And uh, I promised myself to honor the temple that the Lord has given me to mm-hmm. co- to be able to create a healthy baby, mm-hmm. um, a, a you know, and be able to grow. And I honored God with my body before I even had a kid. Mm-hmm. And I said, the, I said, Lord, you know, teach me because that's another thing we're sometimes so worldly. Mm-hmm. That we don't ask God, Lord, teach me how to eat. The teach basics, me. Yeah. And, you know, Holy Spirit, come into my day to day and help me resist temptations. Help me lose taste mm. of whatever is causing my body to, to, to not wow. yeah, produce. Yeah. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how everything really started with combining body, mind, and spirit. And of course, I produced a beautiful, healthy child, <laughs> and now I'm pregnant again. And that's always been my my motto, you know. So when they're born and they're they're here, you have to feed them, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, unfortunate, um, <laughs> expensively, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, one of the things that we also want to do, of course, I mentioned that I worked at a daycare. My aunt has a daycare and a preschool. Mm-hmm. I eventually became the director of a, of the preschool. Okay. I never went back to work after I had my daughter. And mm-hmm. of course, the business came along and I never went back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at home and things like that. So um, I have a huge passion for kids mm-hmm. health mm-hmm. because they're not only the next generation of, you know, pastors and world changers you know 
nowadays we live in such a toxic environment mm-hmm. yeah. for kids that it is up to us to really ask the Lord. Mm-hmm. He gave us the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Ask the Lord how we can care for them and uh, have the knowledge to care for them with food. Because, listen, cereal, very bad. Terrible, very terrible, bad. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, it has so much sugar. It's, it's you're eating sugar. So you're saying Frosted Flakes are not good. <laughs> no, 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 not good. And, uh, you know... Nowadays, with convenience, especially with kids, the snacks... It's so easy. I mean... Yeah, the snacks have horrible ingredients that it's proven by science that causes HDHD, ADD, and even child, you know, cancer. It's crazy. I mean, all these ingredients that... And now now we're hearing all these 10, 11-year-olds already diabetic. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes, and that comes... You know, not to blame, but you, if you, you know, you are the parents. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, There's I nobody mean, else to blame. No, no, no. <laughs> you I are think, the parents of the child. Yeah. I think we got to be, as a church, even as we don't do that, like, we got to be right. honest. Like, you're the parent. You're, you're th- the parent. This is, and we, there's consequences for everything, good or bad. Absolutely. And as a church, we got to be honest. Like, listen, you're overweight or your kid's diabetic. Yeah. Because of the consequences of over years or months, right. you're doing these right. bad decisions. And because parents are so busy. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the same thing with the they phone. Like the you pass the phone, you'll, you know. Yes. And an- another way that I just thought that if we project it or teach it this way, I think it, it would have more effect. Yeah. The Bible says that children are heirs of him. Yes. So technically, we're just here to... to to move them along, yeah. but they belong to him. So if if we if we go with that mindset, oh this kid, I'm I'm just managing this kid. Yeah. This kid belongs to God, and right. we do it for him. I think thinking about yes. it that way yes. will help us even more to absolutely. And you have to believe that for yourself. Yeah, exactly. because kids will do what you do. The other day, mm-hmm. again, I'm pregnant, so <laughs> the other day I have my workout mat out there, and mm-hmm. I just did not. I did not want to, to work out. Mm-hmm. And my daughter says, let's work out. She's three. <laughs> because, of course, she has seen me work out. Yeah, exactly. And I work out at home most of the time so she can be involved. Because mm-hmm. before I even conceived her, I, you know, that with that journey with God, I want her to learn the essential, you know, you have to have healthy habits. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You have to work out, even if you have to move your body for your body to, to, you know, to be able to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to conceive. That's yes. yeah. Like I know a couple of people that struggled and about conceiving right. and it was not a, a God issue. It was right. more of a physical health issue. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I think. Like you said, it's there's so many layers of what health does to so you. So many layers. And with your kids, I, I feel like now that I have a daughter, it's like one of the things like seeing you like parents, it's like you're like, like what are you doing type of thing. Yeah. And, and going back to the what, what you were talking about, uh, they copy us for an example. Yes. I've seen it a lot and I would see my mom because my mom, while we grew up, she would babysit like people that she knew that she would babysit yeah. their kids. And... Like he said, like I've said, I, 
I'm big on health and stuff because I learned from my parents right. to eat healthy vegetables, right. salad, et cetera, et cetera. So I've seen through the, the kids that she's raised how it's just, you know, who they have around them to influence them. Right. What what habits they eat? What because you know their their mom would bring them to the house right. and would, oh here's the food and it's a bunch right. of crap. Yes. And my mom would feed them stuff that <laughs> yes. she cooked at home. <laughs> yes. And then you would see them changing and oh okay that's good. You never tried yep. that, but you see them that they like it. Yes. But then when she, when the parent would talk to my mom, oh she doesn't eat that or uh, speaking for the child. Right. Oh she doesn't eat that. And what do you think right. the child's okay? My mom right. says I don't eat that, so I'm not eating. It's it's a lot of unlearning yeah. from our from our childhood. For mm-hmm. example, in, in my case, my mom died very young when mm-hmm. I was five, and my aunt, you know, she went through a lot through mm-hmm. a divorce and an abusive relationship and everything. Mm-hmm. So when she was grieving that divorce, I was literally just left to eat whatever, do yourself a sandwich, or do. I understand that mm-hmm. because I went through a divorce myself mm-hmm. very young, mm-hmm. and. You know, you got stories for days, Carla. I, I, I do. <laughs> I, we gotta, we gotta have to invite her for other uh, stuff. Another well. episode, a different I, topic. Yes. I, I do, and I also have a, a, a great testimony about infertility, which I can't get into because it's way too long. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that what I learned from her was um, I grew up at Ventist. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you guys are yeah, familiar no. with it. Yeah, yeah, they're they're aren't they big in on not on not eating certain things yes 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 so but at that time um they were well my family cannot speak for other people Mm -hmm. they were very big and they still are very big on like veggie processed foods Mm -hmm. because it's not meat it's mm-hmm. veggies you know like mm-hmm. veggies like the impossible burger like 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 plant-based meats oh my and stuff. god mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, those type of things and those things are horrible for mm-hmm. you when you're eating that for 20 years it will catch up to you mm-hmm. um it's very bad for you very bad um so that's what i grew up in you know you just make yourself something hit yourself something and you'll you're gonna be fine you know mm-hmm. i ate I'm alive. I'm okay. Yeah. You know, exactly. so we have to unlearn those patterns mm-hmm. and, it's and hard get to back to the roots because really people for centuries before TV and computers came, they had a community mm-hmm. that brought food together for people. They cooked together everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. But today with the time and we got to pay bills and we have to do this and we mm-hmm. have to show up um it's very hard but really i've with my family what we have done is involve my daughter i involve her in make in making the elderberry syrup that i make it's awesome okay you know we involve her in making yeah and kids things. love that thing and, yeah. they, love and they probably it. it's like a science project they probably yeah, be super yeah. excited yeah. so i mean they make a mess and it's okay mm-hmm. and it's yeah, okay that's... because it's fun and they learn and they're, ex- a really and they're lost, experiencing yeah mm-hmm. and they learn something that people lost exactly yeah. really so i think that's so important to teach kids you know how to cook and how to do all these things and involve them sometimes people don't have the time because they say oh i don't you know i don't have the time because i have to with my kid and yeah but if you involve them in your adult exactly. duties or in everything if you love traveling involve them in traveling like it, it, it every single thing yeah. i mean even doing dishes 
everything is fun for kids if you make it fun yeah and um you know you and that's where it comes you, you know with your question it's important to involve kids in healthy eating and showing them what that is now before we wrap up i just want to bring up two things mm -hmm. one is you mentioned it and anthony mentioned it as well I think what at times we don't realize is these major companies, all these fast food, yeah. all these are not working for us. They're like, working for other goals. That paycheck. So, um, I mean, you know more information. I mean, yes. you're more well versed on that. What, what would you say to this person? Be like, um, well, they, you know, like Burger King's now doing this Impossible Burger. They have these salads, or you know, all these other places. What would you say to? For them to know that, you know, these companies aren't for them. They're for other goals. Yeah, I mean, most of these companies are um, handled by pharma pharmaceuticals companies. So they kind of like ate each other. You know, I, I will sell you a disease that you will eat over time and I will have the pill for it. Um, you know, when you go into the chains and who's the CEO and who owns this and who owns that, they work together. Mm -hmm. and it's everything's out there for people to see mm -hmm. it's just people don't go that far don't do that oh, they don't yet. really want to know because, subconsciously they're like ah, i'd rather not yeah. right um yeah they they don't they work against us you know at the end of the day you have the power to change what you do with your life and you have the power to say yes or no again comes with the willpower mm -hmm. and discipline so what would you say to someone that's in a food desert, what is their solution? Find a farm. Even it, so, you would say there's no there's no food deserts anywhere. Oh, there's Poinciana. I, I consider Poinciana a food desert. So, so like for say someone that's, you know, on a poverty side, they can't right. travel. What would you say to those people? I would say first to get connected with community, and that's why it's so like important for the church to be connected with health yeah. and wellness it's all about relationships yeah so connect yeah. with someone that has this solution for you mm -hmm. and of other afraid. things of their transportation and then that could have them go right. to the farm right yeah some people don't have cars yeah many people don't have cars mm -hmm. exactly i mean my aunt she's a teacher in uh Osceola county and 182 is full with kids in motels yeah parents don't have cars Right. They don't have cars. So who's going to help them? What other is the solution? Yeah. The Taco Bell that's nearby. Walk the, walk the Taco Bell, $3. Yeah, they, probably, they probably have four kids and they living paycheck to a paycheck. Taco Bell, you could feed 10 people with $5. Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. So what it's, it's really building that community. That's why the church needs to step it up. Mm -hmm. They need to get it together when mm -hmm. it comes to this, to this topic because they can be the solution to many things. You know, yeah. I guess... Again, it's multifaceted. They're in this home right. because of other things, but with because right. in their home now their health is being affected right. and it, it causes ripple effects. Exactly. Exactly. So if you have a if you want a healthy a healthy individual that can be of service to the community, you have to have someone serving in health. And and, and, and like you said, the church needs to realize that if we do all these other things, right. we spread the gospel better. Yes. And, and I think one of the things that we as a church, and so I guess I'll transfer my last point, is that we, the Bible speaks about if someone's in need, first fulfill their need before you spread the gospel. It says someone's hungry, 
you got to feed them. Exactly. If someone needs a shirt, you take off your shirt and give Absolutely. it to them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the church only looks at, okay, this person's a spiritual need, but doesn't look. Dismiss her. Dismisses wish, everything else. I wish there was a church. I haven't found it yet. That said, I'm going to preach about this this Sunday. And this is going to mean that we're going to serve the community in this way. We're going to. I mean, you don't need action. Like brings action right, right. after. We're going to serve the community and bring someone in that can serve in this way mm-hmm. and prepare the people. And people need to and, accept and, also correction, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because they have to unlearn and to learn and uh, change their habits. And of course, when you do things in community, you make it fun. Mm-hmm. People will be like, yes. And you get know? and. You've been talking about good source, and one of the things, if if a church is listening to this and says, you know what, I want to do this, get professionals. Right. A lot of times, churches what they'll do, they'll right. get right. the hermano, the brother and sister that kind of he, he knows, knows about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you come talk about health? Or hey, can you come and talk about finances? And it's like these local people right. that did two YouTube two YouTube videos and, and they yeah. they they yes. get people yes. that know absolutely every Paul and have experience after, yeah. in it. And, you know, Paul, was he built his craft of understanding the Bible. Right. You know, all these people, you know, in, in it, it's, it's you build your craft before you do these massive projects. A lot of times we think God called you. That means you immediately need to go to do it. Right. I mean, you right. have to. It's There's a time a of process. building your preparation. craft and yeah. preparation. Right. So right. please not just get your good food source, but get good. If right. you're going to get help. Prepper. Get the professional help. Yeah, someone that is committed to the community, mm-hmm. committed to themselves, and committed know that God is calling them to serve and help and, yes. and wellness. And not everything has to be, you know, work out, work out, eat healthy. You know, it's also friendship. Mm-hmm. Through a friendship community, you are imparting something of you to that yeah. person in conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to add something. I want people to know that if, you are in a food desert or if you are low on income or let's say you get food stamps there's a there's a program called farm to share in florida you could go to the farm with your ebt card mm-hmm. and buy 40 dollars of worth of veggies meats whatever you oh, need wow. and they give you 40 dollars oh so they they so you have 80 dollars uh, okay wow wow that's awesome that's crazy. it's not impossible you know there are resources so Talk church of, bring someone in <laughs> that knows, that about, knows that. about these resources mm-hmm. that can that. serve the people wow. how can we uh let's see uh maria that she doesn't know how to get her ebt card and she's she has like 10 kids mm-hmm. she can't work something happened you know there are resources for that mm-hmm. you know even if someone doesn't qualify for the ebt card there are so many other farm related resources talking about the ebt i gotta say it's one of my biggest pet peeves yeah. to see people and they're like buying bag of chips with it i'm like why is that even allowed i feel like if you have yes. this you should be required <laughs> yes. to only buy healthy food yes. like it shouldn't be like people are buying like gum yeah. like i'm like what is and, this and, like and you know what i you know when i had my first daughter I, you know, I went to a facility that provides nutrition and stuff. I don't, I don't want to mention the name, um, but they don't, sometimes they don't even, even know. Mm-hmm. They, they say, yo, this is included in your, in your, program. In your check or yeah. program. But when you look at it, I, I never used it. 
Never. It, it, it was, I mean, it, it, I, uh, I mean, my family taught, you have to get that program. It doesn't matter your income. So I got it again, unlearn mm -hmm. to learn. And uh, all they had was unhealthy things. I'm like, so let me get this straight. You're a nutritionist. And you're telling me this. But my body reacts because your body will tell you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your body will tell you when something is really bad. Your energy levels go down. Upset you stomach. Upset. Yeah, 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 come on. I mean, brain fog, for example. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. Sometimes you people think that they have to get sick to be able to say, this is bad for me. Exactly. But yeah. even low in energy is bad for you. Now, let me ask you this. I'm, I've been saving a point. I'm going to save it for last. But <laughs> do you would say, because I know some people that are very healthy, yeah. but end up still dying from a bad disease. Right. So I want to be clear. It's not that you're guaranteed a no. healthy life. Absolutely not. Just because you eat right. Like you could have the health. I know people Absolutely. that are like health freaks and yeah. end up still dying from cancer. Right. End up still like this is not a solution to never being sick. Yeah, this is I mean, a solution to just be the have the best life while you're while you're alive, right? That's that's right. the goal, right? Preventative, yeah. Right. I mean, I've seen bodybuilders drop dead. Yeah. Heart disease or something, because again of the products that you're using to work out and things like that. Again, back to the ingredients. But when you eat healthy, it's really for to live a life that you could be of service. That you mm -hmm. could be healthy to be yeah. of service. Yeah. So it's it's. It's not it's a, that you're never. It's, it's not life. that you won't have cancer or you <laughs> no, won't. You won't get this. It's just at you'll, the end you'll, of the day, we're not God. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, at the end of the day, you need to be responsible with what God has given you, which is your body. But at the end of the day, God has the last say in your life. You know, you, you know, this is not. You're gonna be, two hundred years old or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like Abraham or something. Uh -huh. No, I mean we live in a different time. Yeah. And the quality of life today it's really what it's going to be for. Yeah. And then to go to my last point, uh, one of the things I think talking about health, we've been talking about what you eat, yeah, but we haven't talked about amount. And one of the things that I, I that we, I think is a big thing is we dismiss this, this a lot in everything, but right. in Israel they were fed. But one of the key things that was said is you only take what you need. Right. Mm. And that like, one of the things that we assume is that like, gluttony we don't speak about. And which, that's definitely a, like that's a clear sin and action of wrong. Which that you reminded me that the spirit of gluttony is not only with food. It's everything. It's everything. Yes. <laughs> but when it comes to food, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you could, I mean, take what you need. You don't have to feel extremely full for your body to be fed mm -hmm. yes actually yes. if you feel like you cannot breathe you've already overdone <laughs> you it's that's gluttony right yeah. there yeah and that and that's and that's what i'm saying like that maybe that's where i was like maybe eating unhealthy isn't bad but it could open the doors to being exactly. glutton and you could take the people from italy for example they eat a lot of pasta a lot but you have the people in the community making the pasta and proportion and well, they eat little bits what what's interesting about that is that you know we're taught uh you, you've traveled the world so you yeah. probably experienced that the most so we're taught oh uh carbs are terrible whatever right 
They're really perfect, good, actually. Per- perf- <laughs> perfect example, Italy. Yes. There's actually, I think it's two. I saw a, a, a show that was talking about what they call blue cities. Yes. Which is like cities with, with the highest uh, average I of know, age. I know this show. Yeah. And in it, there's I think two cities in Italy. That, oh yeah, the I average see. is like ninety something. Yeah, yeah I seen that. I seen that sh- episode. Yeah. And and it was the opposite. They they eat pasta every day. And they walk. But it's exactly. But they walk everywhere. <laughs> the pasta is not the same pasta yeah. that we get here. That's processed flour. the The flour that they use in most of Europe is like the natural right. original uh, right. flour and wheat. The stuff we use here is GMO processed. And when you yeah. went, when you went to like Italy, like there, I mean, I don't know how they broke it down, but was their large portion like tiny compared to ours? Not necessarily. It's just like she's been saying this whole time: is the source, the ingredients. Yeah. Everything they use is natural. Right. The tomatoes is from yeah. up the road. The the everything. In it's, fact, it doesn't. You can have. It doesn't matter the portion. Yeah. It's just you, what it's you, made from. Where yeah. did you experience that that most? Like, where did you feel like your food was most natural? Would you say it was Italy or what? What country yeah. was Italy? Well, I mean, n- not counting because my parents are Dominican, so you know, I spent most of my life traveling over there. So you know, it's a poor country. So mm-hmm. yeah. So aside from that, like a first world country, yeah, Italy. Okay. But yeah. you know, Italy's big on cuisine, and that's right. their pride. So yeah. You know, it's and it, it tracks it back down to community. Exactly. Yeah, and and is and it, the source sourcing. And did you say you said DR is a poor country, but then you ate the most healthy over there? Yeah, because it's it's yeah. all about what she's been saying. Source. Yeah. The you source, know, there's no yeah. there's no big farm companies using GMOs in Dominican Republic. You know, it's you all know natural. A friend that will sell you something that you you know this guy. Yeah, that exactly. Will, El, and, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. and and to mention that you know that in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, Europe and you know compared to United States we have different regulations with food Mm -hmm. Uh, a Doritos here will have a million ingredients are really bad for you a Doritos over there it's considered a healthier Dorito exactly yeah Uh, Europe Europe has a lot of regulations when it comes to food that they don't allow a lot of chemicals and stuff yeah even you know even in 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 makeup for women Mm You know, it's now that it's more trendy Mm -hmm. to buy non-toxic makeup and things like that. But all these things have been banned. Only 11 ingredients were banned until very recently Mm -hmm. in the United States. But then you have Europe that have many things banned. Yeah. Many things that we have here are made differently over there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just because it's not banned doesn't mean it's good for you. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, I just I just think one of the things as a church we need to it's even spiritually wise. Mm-hmm. Anything of too much except of God, like a true God, right. is bad for you. Right. You could become too churchy. That all you care about is right. church. Too, and that could too cause religious, you, too, too religious. Yeah, you could become right. a glutton in like you said, so many ways. Mm-hmm. In everything. And that passage of Taking what you need. Right. It's so important. What's crazy right. is that it says if you take any extra to, to store it, oh, die. It, it would die. It would damage. Yes. Yeah. By the next day, it would be bad. So, yes, it's showing you how how strict he was with take what you need and nothing else. And yes. and also it was by family. Exactly. Right. Like if you had a bigger fa- and that's where like and it goes in everything. Like mm-hmm. some people might get more blessing in certain things. Right. 
but it's comparing situation. It's but, not yeah. the same. It's and like, I think, like you said, blood types. Maybe he might be able to eat meat. I might right. not be able to, right. or he might be able to eat more because right. his metabolism is much just much more faster. Right. Exactly. So, or his lifestyle, he's, his job is much more active, so he needs to eat more compared to mine right. sitting down. And I think not only, I would say, not only finding the good, as a church, we need to find professionals to speak about right. this. We need, as a, as a church, create those good sources right. when there's food deserts, like as if, if you're in Church of Point Chan or wherever Absolutely. you're, as a church, you know what, I'm going to take the responsibility to feed my community. Right. And then the third thing is to teach portion control not it we're speaking about the food but mental portion portion control spiritual yeah, portion control mm-hmm. and physical balance, portion control yeah. and that Absolutely. balance is so essential yes. and i think it's it's so many like, i mean you have so much to talk about so i mean yeah. hopefully we could have you here again <laughs> but i do appreciate you coming yes thank, thank you so um, much it was awesome and it's just one step for as a church to understand that it's not the four walls right. that mm-hmm. make the church. And one of the things I said the last time I spoke to our church was when you build the four walls, you're building a brand. Right. But when you build community, you build the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. And in turn, you naturally just build the location that you're mm-hmm. at. So hopefully people understand that food is part of the kingdom of God. Right. And so... If again, this is Carla from Seed by Faith Market. Yes, thank yes. you so much. Um, if you want, real quick before we wrap up, just tell them where they can find you. Yes, well, they can find me on Instagram, Seeds by Faith Market, or Facebook, uh, Seeds by Faith Market at gmail.com or Seeds by Faith Market.com. Um, so I'm there all the time. I am your customer service lady, <laughs> I'm the one who meets you and there greets you, you. I'm everything. So very grateful. And then I'll be bringing Anthony. I don't eat sofrito. Oh, my goodness. My mom doesn't put sofrito on her rice. Oh, my goodness. Wait, wait. Are you Puerto Rican? I'm Puerto Rican. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, I wait, don't wait. like sofrito. So, <laughs> so but <laughs> she, she, I, so I'm a, I did get some sofrito. So I'll be passing that to Anthony. Yes. I, I do not cook so, with sofrito. Not even in your beans? Mm-mm. Well, I only eat beans with my rice. And I only eat my rice, my, my mom's rice. So. Oh, my. <laughs> We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so just for that. But one of the things I want to say, if you're a church, she's a professional. Yeah. Please contact her if you want your church to be able to and get in the realm of redeeming the person physically as yes. well and through their food. So thank you for coming. And we'll, we'll link everything. In the- we'll, yes, we'll yes. link it. It'll be yeah. somewhere here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But uh, thank you again. Um, my name is Abel. This is Anthony. This is Beyond Fall Off. Thank you for, for